The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action. But do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast, right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Maybe I'm crazy, Ooh. but this will be the greatest show that the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast has ever done. Ooh, you right? And if anyone is still watching, you may find out. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That is Brandon Newman. Hola, hola. Yeah, um, it's a big oh, show, though. Man. No joke. No cap, it's a big show. Yes. We have Ernestine of Skip Bayless fame on the show. Balls. Ernestine Sclafani Bayless. Balls, how to keep your relationship alive when you are, when you live with a sports obsessed okay, guy. Yeah, if I put yeah. it correctly. Yes, mm-hmm. you can get it on Amazon. Yes. Um, Pre order, and you can get it uh, on Amazon now on Kindle. I am that far through. It's about Ooh, halfway. I didn't know that was indicated something. Um, yes, it's a bookmark. I know. I just thought you were trying to Ernestine keep the bookmark. Ernestine is my friend, and she gave me a special autographed yes. copy. Yes. There you go. We are friends now, um, so it wasn't autographed, any, but because we just became friends after. Well, she'll be, she'll be here on Friday because she's going to be on Undisputed on Friday, which yes. is going to be must-watch television. Got to. Um, and she gave me a little football bookmark. It's nice. Because she's cute. the cutest, and yeah. I love her. She is cute. Um, so she's great. She's on with us today. She Amazing. talks all things Skip Bayless if you're a Skip Bayless fan, or even if you're not, um, mm-hmm. She's incredible and has amazing stories. Yes. And if you're, you know, you have a relationship with somebody that is obsessed with anything, right? Their job or their hobby or whatever it is, um, this is a good book to explain how to do that. And even yeah. if you don't, um, there's just just they've been together for 14 years, yeah. and she uh, deals with the highest level of intensity in sports mm. watching and consumption and research. And uh, I can attest to what she deals with because I worked on Undisputed for two years. Yep. And helped launch Undisputed, obviously, mm-hmm. on this network. And I met her and Skip at the same time. And Skip is like no other talent in the world. No. And Colin is similar in his oh, in his research. That. All all high level talent are big in their yes. research, but Skip is very specific in how he likes to consume everything yes. that has to do with what he may even talk about or not. Which is why he's. The best the debate show, yes. period. Um, so she gets into all that, and she's great. We're also going to talk about Antonio Brown. Mm. We're going to talk about Skip's Cowboys, mm. the Steelers, mm. Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, mm. Odell Beckham, and his watch, the Texans, Cam Newton. And we have two. Count them. Dose. Major, colossal, life-changing, mm. Extra dramatic, extra sauce Mm. announcements to make today at the end of the show. Don't skip ahead. Don't do it. Listen all the way through, and then you get your cookies at the end. Yes, and believe me, they are delicious. Cookies after dinner. Yeah, we know you can fast forward, but don't do it. No, you can't. It's worth it. It's worth the wait. Um, So let's get started with our friend Ernestine. All right, very, very, very big day. We have the first lady of FS1 in the building. It's a very oh big deal. Miss Ernestine Sclafani Bayless Pressure. is here on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. You've heard a lot about her. If you've been watching oh, FS1. No. 
And yes. ESPN, you've heard a lot about her. We have her in the flesh. If you don't know who we're talking about, this is Ernestine. Thank you, thank you. Who is an amazing writer and is thank also you. married to our own Skip Bayless. Mm. That's the amazing part. Better <laughs> yes. As you read the book, you, yes. you find that out. Well, I, I know a little bit about it because uh -huh. I worked with Skip for two years launching a brand new show yeah. on a relatively new network. Mm -hmm. um, but I met you simultaneously meeting yeah. Skip. So I, you know, we became good friends yes. and sh you are wonderful. And Thank I you. love that you, you keep Skip, uh, I don't want to say grounded is the right word, but you bring an element to Skip that we don't get to see with Skip on TV, True. which is what basically the book is about. So she has a new book and I highly recommend you get it. I'm halfway through already. It's called Balls, How to Keep Your Relationship. I feel like I need to emphasize that one. <laughs> yes, yes. Balls, How yeah. to Keep Your Relationship Alive When You Live with a Sports-Obsessed Guy. Perfect. That sums it up. Yes. Now, Skip Ooh, is yes. also a contributor in the book. He is. But what made you want to write the book? I wrote the book because after all of these years of being with Skip, 14, August 27th, uh, and three years married, I had been through too many games in my life with Skip that I really didn't want to sit through, but I did because I wanted to be with this guy. Right. And I had a lot of friends that would say to me, how are you watching these games? Don't you get tired of them? And I could never do it. And so I figured, well, I think I should write this book that declared all of my tips and secrets to these women that can't take it, but they need to because they're either living with a guy, they're dating a guy, they're married to a guy, and so that's what I did. I'm in love with a guy, yes. and so I decided, okay, I'm just going to sit, and it's been in my head for so many years because, like I said, 14 years, and the first year I was with him, I never even knew what football was. I never went to a game in my life. Ooh. I've never been to a real football game in my life. Really? That's, I swear that's to God. That's fascinating when you consider that you're married to yeah. Skip yes. Bayless. It's, it's true. Yeah, and the closest I have ever come to a football game was I played clarinet in the high school band, and so I went to the marching, you know, I was part Amazing. of the marching band, and we went to football games. But I have never been to an NFL game. I've never been to an NBA game. I've never, I went to one baseball game in my life with a good friend of mine back in the day. We went to see the Yankees. And that was it. And that's the only game I've ever been to. So when I met Skip and he said, I'm in sports, I was like, oh, that's really nice. I had no idea <laughs> what the magnitude of I'm in sports meant. Right, exactly. So he would come to my house, my apartment, and he would say, can we turn on the game on the weekend? And I was mm -hmm. like, sure. And then it, it never ended. So it started at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And at 1 o'clock in the morning, he was still there watching games. And I thought, this is odd. But then it became a regular thing. And I even bought the sports package for him at my apartment. Ooh, that's how much I cared about him. Yeah. yeah. He said, could you get the sports package? I had no idea what the sports package was. <laughs> I was like, sure. And then, $75 then, or more. $75. And then <laughs> it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then it's Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, And then yeah. it went on from there. Uh, having known Skip for two years, the idea of him asking someone to turn on the game is like fascinating enough. Like I can't imagine right? him yeah. like being in your apartment yeah. like with the, the anxiety of yeah. knowing like this game yeah. is on that I have to watch Starting that. Now. It's true. Watch it's the game. true. Like it's that intense, which is why when you when you told me you're, that you had the book, uh -huh. I was like, that is genius. Because uh -huh. as you mentioned in the book, 
whatever you're going through, like Earl kind of goes through this with me because right. he doesn't really like football. Yeah. And you know what football season sure. is. It's like the dreaded football oh. season. Marathon. We kind of all oh. go through it right. with our significant others, even if they like sports, because it's just you so many games. You oh. said Thursday, Endless. Saturday, right. Sunday, Monday, Oof. and then, you know, it just never ends. And then right. NBA season kicks right. in. It's just baseball. Oh. So, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> just endless. It yeah. is. So it's so it, it it is it is really something, especially if you're in the business. But yeah. what what was Skip's reaction? Was it your idea? Was it Skip's idea to write the book? It was my idea because I had the idea in my head for at least ten years because I kept thinking, God, you know, I would call my mother and I would say to my mother, I have to watch another game, and she'd say. Oh, and my mother being a little Jewish woman from Long, from Long Island, she grew up in Manhattan, but she was like, listen, would you rather have him go to Hooters with some guys and watch it with the guys? He wants to Fair. watch the game with you. Mm -hmm. I'd say, oh, okay. And then I was like, my friends would say, how do you do this? And so I thought there has to be something out there like a guidebook or a handbook. And I looked online and there was nothing. Nobody wrote a book. Holly Robinson Pete wrote a book about yeah. how, you know, how what the 40 yard line means. And I don't care about that. And then they were all, you know, Alyssa Milano had her version of mm -hmm. teaching women about football and baseball. I didn't care. I needed to teach women about tips, how to keep your relationship going and how you can cope with it, even if you don't care about it. And so that was why I wrote the book. Right. And the book really isn't about understanding sports not at it's all it's really actually a dating manual yeah and to your point yeah there's no like there's always a saying like there's no book on how to do these things right. like there is no book no. on how to date someone and no. this is literally a book on no. how to be with someone who is sports obsessed but I, like as you read it yeah to me it was it was relatable in a lot of ways with relationships because mm -hmm. we're all trying to figure out you know how to handle our partners for yeah. various reasons right. and it's a lot about compromise and you both compromise like right. what you both do to make it work so skip is on a whole nother level as you mentioned in the book whatever you're going through ernestine right i'm magnified a yes. thousand times another level yeah so what what did you want people to take from the book aside from just you know how to handle someone who's obsessed with sports i think it really it doesn't have to be that you're with someone who likes sports and you said compromise and that's really what it's about as far as a relationship goes, you can date someone who's an engineer or a veterinarian or a doctor, but you have to compromise in every relationship. Right. And whether it's the beeper is going off because he's a doctor and he has to go to the hospital and mm -hmm. you're in the middle of watching, you know, you're at the theater, you have to compromise or whatever it is. Mine just happens to be sports. And so I think it's just about relationships and the sports part of it just adds a fun, insane part of it because yeah. it really is a religion that I've come to know for guys <sighs> yes. and some women. Um, and when I first started to see him, like any f new relationship, so you're dating the guy and you're putting on like really cute clothes that you think he's going to appreciate. And I was doing that when he was in my apartment watching the games. He could care less if I was wearing the entire Victoria's Secret lingerie closet. He would be like, can you move over? Like, hey, and I'm standing there with a really nice you know, little camisole, whatever it is. And he has no interest. He's like, I can't believe Tom Brady threw that pass. And it's like. Do you see what I'm wearing? He has no interest. So that's one of the tips. It's like you really have to see what the whole picture is because it's not just, hey, I'm going out with this guy and he likes sports. And even if your guy is not as magnified as Skip is, if he likes a team, he likes a team. Right. And, and it's really a, a very important thing in his life. Obviously, your love of sports has probably grown over time. Yeah. Like just appreciating the art of the, uh -huh. of the thing. Are your takes getting growing? Or I know you're following Cowboys, the Spurs. Right, right, like, right, do you right. ever have takes? I well, Skip usually asks me, 
should they throw a 40-yard pass or should they bunt or should they punt or should they, you know, this is like what he asked me. And then I'm afraid to answer because if I answer the wrong answer, he takes it like, well, why did you say they should do that? So I kind of just say, I I don't, you know, I don't know. What do you think? He's like, well, I think that, you know, he should just pass, you know, whatever. So I go along with that. But I have come to know what, uh, you know, little things are, horse collar, Dangerous. Mm-hmm. I know what that is. Yeah. You know, it's it's like little terms, and Skip will say, wow, I'm really impressed you know that. Well, I'm watching it. I would have to be a piece of wood if it didn't sink into my head after a while. You know, three-point line, you know, he's got to shoot from the three-point, whatever. Mm-hmm. I know I know a little bit about it. I can probably talk a little sports. If you asked Skip, he would probably say, oh, she doesn't know that much. But he, of course, I don't know what he knows, but right. then he does this for Who a living. Knows? Right, no one yeah, knows what yeah. knows. But yeah. I can hold my own. When, yeah. when we lived in Manhattan, the doorman who really loved Skip, and when Skip would be in Connecticut working at ESPN, I'd be living in New York City, and I would walk into my apartment building, and he would channel Skip through me. So wow. he would say to me, so what did you think of the game last night? I'd be like, uh, yeah, I watched <laughs> it. So what did you think of, you know, that whatever it was? And I'd be like, he thinks I'm Skip. So then I'd have to call Skip and ask him, hey, what'd you think of that? So then I could go downstairs and tell Andre the doorman what the real take was. Because that's what people do. They they talk to me as though I'm Skip. We love it. Love talking about sports. Anyone's opinion. We'll take a bad one. Right, yeah. (laughs) We'll take my opinion. So when I met you, the first thing I thought was, well, like, you and Skip... You you just connect like you have so much in common. So uh-huh. when I found out you didn't watch or care about right. sports, it was fascinating because right. you are that is fascinating predicament. You don't you did not now right. you do more, but you did not care or even know because it's one know. thing to not care. Like right. some people just like casually watch sports and yeah. you know who this person is and that person is, but you literally were the polar opposite. Like you couldn't even recognize someone in the street. That's true. When it comes it to sports, really and you're true. with Skip Bayless, who is the biggest name mm. in right. our industry. Getting recognized in the streets right. himself. Right. Right. right, and he would be yeah. some more than most athletes. Right. Oh yes, hundred percent. So how did you guys meet? Like how did that? How did I, those I, worlds collide? It was the craziest thing. I had been dating somebody who was in entertainment for like twelve years, and then we were on the verge of breaking up. And I had no idea about sports, and but he loved the Yankees. He loved sports. So one day I was in my living room, and I walked through the living room, and he had this game on. And I said, oh, what are you watching? It was a TV show. And he said, oh, I'm watching ESPN. These two guys debate, and this guy is really good. But this guy, he's an idiot. And the idiot was Skip. And so I thought to myself, wow, he's kind of nice looking, that idiot. But Mm -hmm. I didn't think anything about it, and I just went on. And about two weeks later, I was working for a PR agency. I had to book Kevin Dillon from Entourage on a TV show he was promoting. One of our, our clients was Haynes and Champion uh, Underwear and Sportswear. So I booked him on two shows, and one was Cold Pizza. Wow. And I decided to go with Kevin. And I thought, well, it's a guy's show. Maybe I'll meet a guy because my other relationship was ending. And I walked into the green room, and I look at the door, and somebody's passing the door, and it was Skip. And Skip passes again and he comes in to the green room and he says hey who are you here with what are you doing and he's like grilling me and I was really nervous I was giving him I said I lived on 52nd first I lived on first and 52nd I giving him all this wrong information and then before he left this was maybe a 30 to 40 second meeting mm-hmm. I handed him my business card and I said hey if you ever need PR give me a call and the woman that was working with me he walked out she said to me you're going to marry that guy I said oh you're insane. And she said, no, you're going to marry that guy. And that was the funniest thing I heard. And a week later, I broke up with the guy I was with. And 
skipped that afternoon, the day that we had met, he emailed me and he said, hey, I'm sorry I had to run. I just wanted to say it was nice meeting you. And we started emailing each other and we emailed each other for two weeks. And then we went out on our first date and we've never been apart since. Wow. That's That's the truth. And it's funny because it's like the sports did kind of bring you together. So you, we don't, well, we know a little bit more about Skip because we work with him, but publicly Skip's persona is not, like he doesn't really get too much into his personal life, but we all know. Right. I exist. We all know about Hazel. Right. um, And a little bit about how he grew up, but on a personal level, we don't really know what Skip's into other than sports. Right. So what is what's skip like is skip a romantic what do you guys do for dates it's very funny because people think we debate at home so anybody (laughs) meets me they say so do you debate with him at home no i mean sometimes we debate sometimes we fight and then they say do you ever win i say yeah i win sometimes so he doesn't win every debate right but he's very skip is very um spiritual he's Mm. very um mild he's not as you know he really is what you see on tv is what he is in that sports world he's as honest and truthful and what you see is him but he also is very um he's he's a kind person he's really caring and uh he's a good guy he's a good guy and so that was my father always told me you need to write a list of pros and cons in anything in your life so when i first started dating skip and he had this crazy sports thing. But he had all these other qualities I really liked. And he, I love the movies. He loves the movies. We can go to three movies in one weekend and not be bored. And we like walking a lot. And we like music. And we like the theater. And so he had all these great qualities. And he's very sincere. And, and uh, he's loyal. So mm. all of those, those little added up to a good thing. And then we had the sports. And so it was like... <laughs> Okay, I like those qualities. And the first right. day when I met him, we talked about Woody Allen movies because we both love Woody Allen movies. The first night we we talked on the phone for three hours, and he said, I love Woody Allen. I said, I love Woody Allen. And he said, I love, I love Lucy. I know every episode. I said, I know every episode Stop. verbatim. And so I was like, this guy is not that bad. He's really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because the first night he and I went out, we went to a little pizza place on First Avenue, and we walked back, and we got Tasty Delight, which is a New York thing. And then he said, listen, if you and I are ever going to get to know each other, he said, I have three days off. The next three days I'm off, or we have uh, no shows or whatever it was. We have to go out every single day. I was like, wow. oh, okay. So we went out three days in a row, and we went to the movies. We walked around New York. It was everything. But he's like, that is Skip. He's very, you That's know, this is this is him. You know, mm-hmm. he's very prepared. He said, if I didn't do three days with you, then we would never get to know each other, and I don't know. So we had to do that. So we did it, and then we just started dating. And so I don't know. That's, That's amazing. What... You also said a very specific quote from Skip. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if it was your first date or uh-huh. like the first couple times you uh-huh. went out, but he said something to you. Oh, he said that I'll always be... Yeah, very a oh. very aggressive statement. Oh, yeah. He, um, he, which, like, when you're out dating and uh-huh. stuff, like, people kind of are not usually as direct as this. It's like the red flag that you would run the other way. Right, like, with the, but he presented the red flag. Right. Like, here's my red flag. Skip is Skip. The red flag was we were having pizza, and he said to me, my job comes number one, so whoever's in my life would be 1A. And I'm thinking, well, I'm never going to stick around for that. Like, mm. This is just a pizza night. Like, I don't care. And then mm. I said to him, well, I'll never give up my apartment. I always will have my own apartment because I always want to feel that I have a place to go to. I never want to be owned by a guy. Mm. And so it was like, oh, okay. So that was thrown out on the table. And then after those three days of hanging out with him, it, it just went. And 
I don't care what he says at this point. He's made me number one, and his yes. job is 1A. And he'll probably deny that, but yes, I know yes, that it's yes. true. It's and, the way to happiness. Well, this is why we love Ernestine. Yes, yeah, it's, it's true so because, beautiful. you know, he can. Yeah. he's as dedicated to that job. He mm-hmm. really is. Like, this is a man who watches sports 12 months out of the year, even mm-hmm. in the – in June and July, when there is no sports or it's winding down, Skip yeah. will find. I'll come into the living room. What are you watching? Women's softball from Oklahoma City, and he's like, "Look <laughs> at the way that girl throws." I and mean, I'm like, "Can we put on Jeopardy or something?" <laughs> you know, else. right? But Skip, you know, he's as that's his love. But he is a dedicated person. Mm-hmm. When my mom was sick, Skip was there. Skip is the most. Um, he's a family guy, even though he grew up with a very dysfunctional family Mm -hmm. when he started going out with me i grew up with the total opposite my mother was the most lovable caring kind person best mother best wife and um jewish so she ended up converting skip to eating matzo ball soup and skip is a big matzo ball soup eater and he realized that there was love that people could be in love and show emotion Mm -hmm. and so i kind of helped him with that because he was just from a family that had no emotion he so brought some beautiful. little a little softness to him. Yeah. In a good yeah. way. Yeah. A little sensitivity. And, and yeah. We, we so we work with Skip. I uh-huh. met Skip originally. I was uh running social media for Undisputed. Uh-huh. So I met Joy originally. And at that point in time he was just on Twitter, mm-hmm. a master of words. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Right. Very articulate. Now he has Instagram, which we're all a big fan of. Right. Very happy he's on. How do you feel about Skip on Instagram? Are are you looking for content? Are you giving him ideas? I'm sure you're taking some pictures. Uh-huh. My wife takes all the pictures that I do the crazy uh-huh. things. So what 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 is it like with Skip on Instagram? I take the pictures when he's throwing his Dallas Cowboy T-shirt yes. into the garbage. That was me. So every time he says, "Could you take the picture?" I say, "Wow, this is going on my resume." Because I'm he's like, "That's a really good picture you took." So I'm getting that and building up that part of my resume. Right. But He'll run it by me. He'll say, hey, you know, what do you think if I, I want to put Hazel on this? Can you take the picture of us or whatever? And I say, yeah, okay, sure. But I don't, I, that's about as far as yeah. I go with his you Instagram. You were in PR. So yeah, I, I was in PR, so it's like I know the whole PR thing of it. But um, in his Facebook and his Twitter, and when I first met him, his Twitter, it, Twitter is just, you know, Twitter is Twitter. And so there are some really insane people out there mm-hmm. that go on Twitter and say horrible things about people that they don't know. And I'm a very protective person that if I care about you, I, w- I will fight till the end for that person. And so I didn't like what they were saying about him. He would tell me, hey, listen to this. And then after a while, he stopped reading those to me because mm-hmm. it, it was really upsetting to yeah. me. Yeah. I had to tell my mother, uh, my mom, my mom is very calculated about what how she brings stuff up to me. And she was like, um, so... I read this comment on your Facebook. I was like, let me stop you there. Right, right. <laughs> here's, the, here's the rule moving forward. No more reading the right. comments. Right. Like, oh, I don't need to read the comments. And it was one of the tips Skip gave me mm. when we first started the show. Mm. He was like, you can't read your Twitter right. mentions anymore because right. you're going to be, get bombarded with crazy people, oh, which yeah. I'd worked in sports radio, yeah. so I knew. But I, I still would kind of go back at people. And Skip never does that. What he says, no. he means. So yeah. that's, I was going to ask you that because yeah. I know you are super protective and it's hard when you're with somebody who's in the public eye. Like, I can't imagine if my brother was playing now right. what Twitter would be like for me. Right. Like, it would be insane. But has anyone ever come up to you and said yeah, something? Or had, have you been had, around and yeah, heard someone say something about Skip? I had an incident. It was funny. Skip, when we were in New York City, Skip was getting his hair cut at some salon, and I was waiting in the lobby for him. And these two guys came down from the elevator, and they were standing near me, about five feet away from me. And one guy, they worked at the hair salon. One guy said to the other, oh, do you see who was up there? It was Skip Bayless. He goes, oh, such a jerk. And I heard it. 
And I was like, I'm not going to let that go. So I went over to him and I said, were you talking about Skip Bayless? And they said, yeah. I said, do you know him? And the guy was like, no, he's just up there. I said, then why don't you not talk about somebody you don't know? Mm. I said, you don't know who he is. I said, so I don't really think that's a good idea. And just then Skip came down and Skip walked over to me and then they just kind of walked away and Skip said to me, Oh, you're not going to pick a fight. They're they like six foot two. I said, well, I'm not going to let somebody say stuff about you. He said, I'm going to have to be the one that's going to have fight these guys. I said, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not going to. If you want to talk about him behind, you know, without me hearing, then right. that's fine. But if I hear something within an earshot distance, I wouldn't let, whether it's my mother, my sister, my friends, right. Joy, right. you, I wouldn't yeah. let them do that. Yeah. So, But people tend to talk about Anybody in the public eye, yeah. in the spotlight, they don't know the person. It yeah. automatically you have this built-in. Well, that's, yeah, that's the that's the attention. environment that we live in. But right. you don't want the smoke. Right. They didn't want the smoke. No. Yeah, no not with the <laughs> No, no. <laughs> not at so, all. So, you know, not it's just all. terrible. And I was ready to fight the guy. I would have just knocked him down. I, you know, it's well, just like, that's the New York skip, yeah. the now, New York pit bull. I know that Skip's superstitious. Uh-huh. Do you think that Hazel has anything to do with the Dallas Cowboys oh. doing so well? Oh, please. I, I'm just please. saying that Hazel's Poor coming Hazel. I, there's a chapter in the book that it's the funniest chapter because it's really true. It's the jinx chapter. I live my life with jinxes. So when we first got Hazel, which Joy came over the house a lot when, when Hazel was a little girl. Now she's a big girl. She's three years old, little oh, puppy wow. Maltese. And all of a sudden, I would be, if I was in the living room and Skip was in his office watching a game, I'd say, where's Hazel? Hazel, Hazel, I don't want to see where Hazel is. And then I'd hear Hazel's in the room with Skip, and I'd open the door. What are you doing with Hazel? Just don't worry about it. Just shut the door. <laughs> and then I realized Hazel is now a Buddha. So Hazel is now being treated yes. as a Buddha. Yes. So then when the team is winning, Skip keeps Hazel in the room, and she's on the chair, and she's having. And then the minute I hear the door open and I hear the door shut, I know Hazel is booted out because the team is losing. So I said, "Oh, you got to change fair. the energy in right. the room." Yeah, 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 he did it the other night. I said, "Oh no, not oh, the Hazel yeah. fact." And poor Hazel doesn't know she's getting picked up to be brought in as the good luck charm. You know, he, he's yeah. like, "It's okay, you can come in with me." And then the other day, Sunday, whenever his game was on, the, it was the Patriots. I had Hazel, and Hazel's scratching at his door because she wants to come in. And so I opened the door. I said, hey, can you let Hazel in? No, you need to take Hazel away. Hazel cannot come in here. I said, come on, Patriots Hazel. You can't go. <laughs> exactly. You can't go in. I'm sorry. Oh, the poor, she doesn't yeah. know anything. And that game, uh, the Steelers needed Hazel to go in the room. Right. Yeah, exactly, yeah, they were exactly. a disaster. Hazel can be passed around now from team to team. Well, the one thing about Skip I will say, though, because people ask me all the time, uh, especially when I was working on Undisputed, uh -huh. like, do they really mean what they're saying? Like, uh -huh. you go there and you do the show, and, like, they people think, okay, Shannon, we have a topic, LeBron, and right. Shannon's just going to pick this side, and Skip's right. going to pick this side, just and I TV. tell them, like, it's that doesn't, if you really think about it, it doesn't make sense. Like, right. If you, you ever argue something passionately, you don't care about. No. So we couldn't do a two-and-a-half-hour television right. show right. based off nonsense. Right. Like, it, these guys really believe right. what they're saying. And Skip and, would Skip, not. Right. No, it's, Skip. no, Skip would not. So... He has very popular stances. Right. Like, this is what he believes. We all know he loves Tom Brady. Right. He's the greatest ever. He's the GOAT. GOAT. We know he's very critical of LeBron. Yes. Right. That's the thing. We know he loves the Spurs and loves the Cowboys. Jordan's GOAT. Right. Jordan is the GOAT. Yeah. Right, Jordan. Uh, is there anything that Skip is super, like, dug in on that you don't necessarily agree with? Ooh. Uh, Team-wise? 
or just a take. Like we know he, he know he is like very critical of LeBron. Uh-huh. He's out on Kawhi, as uh-huh. we know, because he's no longer I like with the Spurs. Kawhi. So okay, I love Kawhi from a Spur. Yeah. I always loved Kawhi. I was going to get a Kawhi sweatshirt before he got he left the Spurs because I have a Manu sweatshirt and I have a Spurs and I have all that. And so I always loved Kawhi. And when Skip started hating on Kawhi. I still secretly love Kawhi, but I would say to him, oh, just, yes. I really like him. And Skip would go, oh, fine, you could go with Kawhi. <laughs> and so we were at, um, we went to see the Pacquiao fight in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Right. And we're sitting there, and I don't like big crowds, and it was a ton of people, and I was starting to get it like a panic attack. And uh, everybody, when Pacquiao started winning, people were standing up, and we were maybe the sixth row in. And people started to rush the stage, and I was getting a little paranoid. Oh, my God, we're going to get stampled like the Beatles or something. It was crazy. And all of a sudden, I spot Kawhi, right? But before that, this gentleman comes over to Skip, and, and he says, Hi, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Kawhi's uncle. Dennis? So you met was, Dennis? Yeah. And he was a very nice That's man. That's like almost so, bigger than meeting Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi. like a unicorn. <laughs> right. But he was very, very nice. He was dressed really well. He was a handsome-looking man. I said, I love Kawhi. I just want you to know I love Kawhi. So he said, thank you very much. And I saw Kawhi over there. And so he was laughing with Skip. He made kind of a joke. And Skip said, I'm sorry. sorry he'll always be number two. You know? uh, so, uh, yeah, Skip always my, keeps it real. My dream was, could I maneuver my way over to meet Kawhi? Like, yeah. that would have been the best. And, and Paul Pierce was there, who I love, Paul Pierce, from the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And so I said to Skip, do you think we can go over to Kawhi? He's like, how are we going to get over? But that was my mission. That would have made the night complete. If oh, I could have met Kawhi, and he looks so cute because I, I just like him. And so Skip says, well, if you can get over there, then you should go ahead, you know. But <laughs> I couldn't. There were too many security guards. He was sitting yeah. with the Pacquiao family. But I love Kawhi, so that has always been our little. I'm that's, glad. That's I thought awesome. I thought maybe he would tell the the whole household had to refer to him as number two. No, okay, I, good, Kawhi, good, 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 Kawhi. Good. That's good. Well, we were rooting for Kawhi. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was rooting for He's Kawhi because and it was a nice it was a nice year uh, with the Raptors, and yeah. I also picked them to win. So, yeah, oh, know. okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's interesting that yeah. you say Kawhi is cute because you yeah. have a chapter in the book. Yeah. which I found very interesting. Uh-huh. I believe it's chapter five. Uh-huh. It's cute guys, cool guys, right. So, and yeah, so explain this. Like this. So it's one of my the way I can watch the games or any any team that he has on is because I can I came up with this idea. For four hours, there has to be some kind of purpose and reason behind sitting here and watching this <laughs> team. So I have to pick out cute guys. So oh the only way goodness. I could watch the game is if I pick out a cute guy. So it, you know, it's like a guy if he's watching, I'm, you know, whatever show it is. I'm yeah. sure he wants to see a female, and he yes, has a, you know, quite possibly whoever it is. Mm-hmm. So I started this whole thing that on every team I decided there was two or three guys I really liked, and then I, they became my, you know, as Wendy Williams says, my friend in my head. So they're my friends <laughs> in my head, and so. On every team, it's like, it's like, okay, I love, you know, it was the Spurs, it was, you know, it was Tony Parker, it was Manu, it was Tim, it was Kawhi, it was Patty Mills, I can go on and on and on. Great choices. And so then we do the Tom Brady. I like Tom Brady. He wears Ugg boots, and I like Ugg boots, and so, you know, yeah. whatever. They're handsome They're nowadays. Yeah. They are. So on every team, that was the only way, and then, but it would drive, it would get Skip a little crazy, drive him crazy, because then I would pick out the guy, and then I'd say, in the middle of watching the game... So what's his story? Is he married? And Skip would be like, what? Is he married? <laughs> yeah. He's got two kids, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Who's his wife? I think his wife is Argentinian. I don't know. <laughs> what, you know. And I'm like, so I'm finding out 
Where do they live? Like, I need mm-hmm. to, I have invested four hours of my life right. in this, so I True. need to know a backstory, yeah. and it's very interesting to me. So then I'm Googling, and we're sitting there, did you know that his wife did this and this? He's like, wait a second, this is, wait, just one minute, wait, which one did? So <laughs> That's that, good background research, oh, though. Skip all he knows this information. He's a walking encyclopedia right, for all he, the people he's But watching. he doesn't know the backstory, yes. the personal story right, of, nice. you know, like when Ava Lagoria was dating um, Tony oh, Parker, yes. that right. was great. That was juicy. He said, oh, you know, she brings cookies for the whole team. I said, there's no way she's baking cookies for the whole <laughs> right, team. Right, you know, yeah, she's, no. no way. So it's, I find it more fun to do that. It's yeah, like that's what we do game. here. We're more pop culture-y, talking yeah, about yeah. the ins and outs. Yeah. Sierra Wilson. Sierra Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. You know, right, like that. right, exactly. I will say though, you, I, and I mean, this has been a product, as you mm-hmm. said, of watching sports for the past fourteen years. Yeah. You know, a lot more mm. than I will say this very frankly. A lot of men who watch sports, Talk about and that's it. I'm not so. like dissing anybody, but no, we you do. Can, we do. No, it's just it's just a matter of of habit, as you said. Like you have to be a piece of wood to sit there it's for as long as you have like, and not consume. Th- this anything. was the funniest story. So my friends in my head that I've built up these guys are now my friends, right. and I, you know, it, 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 I watch them, especially NBA, because NBA I could see their faces. Mm-hmm. NFL, I have a hard time because they're in masks, and it's very hard to Mm -hmm. see them, so it's a little hard. But NBA, I really have gotten into because I can see them, and they're cute, and I get into it. So we went to see the McGregor fight in Vegas, and there were a lot of people there. Um, Kanye West was sitting in front of us. It was like a big to-do. And then the friends in my head, all of a sudden from a distance, I see Dwight Howard. And so I've watched Dwight Howard for years, and I feel like he's my friend. And so he starts (laughs) to come over to Skip, and I go, oh, hi, Dwight, like because I'm his friend, and he doesn't know who I am. So he's like, hi, and Skip goes, oh, this is Ernestine. I'm like, hi, how you doing? I loved when you dunked that cupcake with the Superman outfit on, like, you know, the all-star. So he's like, oh, thanks a lot. But in my head, I've come to know them, but they right. don't know me. But I've just spent so much time with them. I spend so much time, and yeah. I feel like they're my friends. And I also think they're very small. But then when you see them in real life, yes. they're very tall. Huge people. Yeah, NBA, NBA NBA really has that effect. NFL not so much because right. there's you can right. be a lot of different right. sizes in the NFL and be successful. Yes. Uh, it sounds silly, but really, if you go to and we got to get you to an NBA game. Yeah, I would definitely you go. We'll enjoy that a lot. And as a girl, yeah, I'm I'm a. a Fancy uh, tomboy. Yeah. So I've been like to that. you are hundreds of football games yeah. on every level. But NBA games are much more comfortable. You can dress cute. Oh really? You don't have to worry cool. about the weather. Right. Right. Um, oh yeah. Wonderful that's food great. options. Oh good. There's okay. certain, that's great. Uh, seats you can sit in where they bring you drinks. Oh and you yeah. You don't have to get up. That's you don't have to great. Wear heels. It's oh. fabulous. Girl. Oh. You're planning your trip to when Kawhi and LeBron <laughs> see each other in yeah. Staples. I have to exactly. definitely. Oh but God. I get why Skip doesn't go to games though because it's hard, especially for NFL. I mean, you are you're just in a box like you can't. You can't watch the you know, game. It's so much more easier to watch him at home. Plus, he has two TVs on. He's got his phone at the same time and then it's it's much harder to get to the games especially in LA and yeah. to get back so He'd, and plus, he gets heckled, or people will say things to right. him. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. I, yeah, I haven't really thought know, about that. Hey, why it's a little life. easier right. for for us to go to a game? Well, we'll go to a game. Yeah, I'll uh, definitely go to a game yeah. if yeah. it's okay with Skip. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, I have one one more question. Yeah. What is it? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> Don't tear is... up. What? Oh God. I don't know. He can be dramatic, so oh. I'm no, not no, sure no, 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 it's okay. I just, I have a dog. I have a dog as well. Yes. Um, I realize Skip. Loves Hazel. I keep uh-huh. bringing up Hazel questions. Yes. 
you obviously take a lot of credit for giving because Skip's job becoming one A. Right, one right? A. Yeah. Where is Hazel oh, on the pecking order? I think uh, there are some nights that I think Hazel rises above me, and, <laughs> and there is really because even last night he came over to say good night, yes. and I was sitting in the living room and I was sitting on the recliner chair, and Hazel was on my lap, and so Skip came out of the bedroom and he said, "I'm going to go to bed." And Hazel just jumped up first, and she kissed him goodnight. And I said, well, I don't know how I can follow that. I said, I can't lick your face. I'm sorry. So he said, well, that's okay. I said, well, I think she's really in love with you. I think more than me, because Hazel just adores Skip. He's like, so he started laughing. Oh, come on. I said, you know it's true. And he goes, oh, right, right. And he walked away and went to bed. But I think sometimes she rises above. Yeah, yeah Hazel. Dogs, are dogs tend to do that. She doesn't talk back. See, that's the problem. Ooh, you know? Yes, yes. I have yeah. a mouth. I mean, unfortunately, I <laughs> no, do. No, I think it's, it's, I think it's very fortunate, I mean, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of that, part of your uh, spunkiness and uh-huh. toughness and resiliency, um, being who you are and uh-huh. where you're from, and what you're made of is what has allowed this to happen. Because mm. if it right. was a pushover person right. or somebody who didn't have strong beliefs or conviction, they would not be able to I think deal somebody with, with everything Skip people, is. You know, a lot of women, and it's not about being subservient. It's not about no. I'm living in 1950s of father knows best. Right. But if you care about somebody and somebody is worth it, like I said, it doesn't have to be sports. So you make, it's a compromise. Sacrifices. And you make sacrifices. It just happens he's in sports. And so the sports thing is a funny thing. Yeah. And to me, it's very funny because it's a whole different world than what I've lived in. Right. I, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's the ultimate, what does he call it? The ultimate reality show. Yeah. 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 It and it's not like, I think some people get, um, just this kind of overreaction to like telling women about sports or like you know teaching women about sports like i grew up in sports right so this your is, brother this is, was a big yeah famous this is player. naturally yeah. and, and i played sports growing up uh-huh. so it's natural for me but that doesn't mean anything if you don't grow up watching sports like women are make up half the fan base of yeah. sports in True. general yeah so it's not that but there's also a lot of men and a lot of women like your father didn't watch right. sports My at all which is sports. part yeah. of the reason why you don't you didn't watch sports. i didn't grow up you know like in a college skip grew up in a college Right. Yeah. World. Oh, you. Yeah. I grew up in Pittsburgh. It's not allowed. I grew up on Long Island. Like maybe the Yankees. My father would occasionally have a Yankees game on, but it wasn't like my brother played soccer, but it wasn't like we were in this college town world right. thing. And when Skip, his family, everybody cares about OU and Snoop Dogg. And, you know, it was like, I didn't know what this, I, I thought it was like a Snoopy, like Snoopy the oh, dog. Goodness, and it was like Snoop yeah. Dogg. Then it becomes like, I know Snoop and his yes. family and who they are. Lil Friend Wayne. in my head. Little Wayne yeah. with his game room. He sends me the picture of his his sports game room. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, Lil Wayne is a family friend. Yeah, he's a he's a very like he's the nicest man. And when I asked him to contribute to the book, Skip and I were sitting at a at a restaurant and in, in, we were eating dinner one Saturday. I said, "Do you think Little Wayne would do it?" And he texted, and within two minutes, Little Wayne texted back pictures of his sports cave, mm. all of the answers, his jinxes, what his his lady friend thinks about it in. In five minutes. And he wrote me and he said, you're my family, so whatever you need, I will help you. And that, that, that really is like a testament to what Skip is. Like, yeah. Right. Like he is that dedicated. And that's why I am glad that you mentioned that. Like it's not being in subservient or anything. It's no. all really just about like caring about the person that right. you're with and yeah. sharing their passion. And he compromises for you. And well, he does it all the time. Like Friday time. night is date night. And he really does try to work around it. But, you know, if he has to watch a game, he'll say, hey, I could watch because we tape Jeopardy's. We love Jeopardy's. So we watch all five on Friday night. Beautiful. And he's very competitive. Wow. So he always has to say, 
you know, if he misses it, I should have gotten that. I said, it's okay. Like, I miss it too. Yeah, but I should have gotten it. Who so he's though? competitive. Who wins I've won who... a lot, okay. I have to tell you. And he'll say, wow, that you really whooped that game, you know. Yeah. But on Friday night, he tries to make a date night. And we watch Jeopardies and we'll watch whatever, like, show we're into, Yellowstone or one of the, the shows that we're watching. But if he has to watch a game, he'll say, I have to watch the beginning of this game. And I'll say, okay. And then... I'll sit or else I'll go and I'll do stuff. And I come back. He's like, now I'm in the third quarter. I can't turn it off. I'm like, all right, watch it, whatever. <laughs> or then what he does is he tells me he doesn't have to watch it. I just have to monitor. The word monitor. Right. Yes, now monitor has been, we're watching a show. And all of a sudden I see his eyes are looking down. He's got his laptop. I'm like, do you really want it? You could watch that if you want to watch it. No, no, no. I'm just checking it out. You know, so I've oh, learned. Oh, wow. That's great. Uh, so I have one last question. Yeah. Um, so you both still have your watches yes. set to Eastern time. Amazing. Yep. Okay. Amazing. So how does that work? Because we're in L.A. I know. It, it works that you become, when you think of your time, you think of it in double. Yeah, So he, he gets up at 2 o'clock in the morning, yes. and so I hear him, and I get up at, he's on one side of the house during the week, and I'm on the other side of the house, but then he goes upstairs. We have a treadmill and a bike up in the loft that you know. And he gets on that at 2.30 till 3.30. So at 2.30, I'm in the back, my room, with Hazel sleeping on the bed. And then I hear the TV on. So I put the sound machine on. And then that lasts. And then at 10.04, he's about to walk out the door. And so I know I'm just built in. So I, I get up and then I lock the door and I put my alarm on and I the alarm on the, TV, on the door. And then I try to sleep for an hour more. And it's really hard. Wow. But I'll say to him, do you want to eat dinner? It'll be like 5 o'clock. He's like, well, of course. It's almost 8 o'clock. <laughs> I'm like, no, it. it's, so, it's not. It's really it's 5 cool. o'clock. Right. Because, yeah, like your body clock It's like I'm living here. in an alternate yes. universe, yes. a parallel universe. Yes. No, I, I, we understand it. We, because we work in social media. Right. And obviously when you post something, you're always thinking, okay, what what time is it in New right. York? But you this know, is like, following. he'll say, it'll be 6 o'clock. He'll, he'll do his call with his producer mm -hmm. and then by that it'll run late and I'll say it's like a quarter of seven so do you want to have that dinner it's too late it's almost 10 o'clock I'm like <laughs> now I just go oh okay oh in the first goodness. year it was like no it's not he said to me this is not going to work if you're not going to get on New York time I'm like I live in LA I do work New York time most of the time but I'm also in LA I have to be on both times and now I just like tune it out it's like yeah whatever it's too late that's wow. it's it's amazing that's an amazing um, yeah well you are you are the testament of of compromise and making it work yes. on a lot of levels Thank 14 you. years three years married yes and uh, you guys made it work all through his time at ESPN Lockwood, yes. during the week. And you're an inspiration. And the book really is about, like, their relationship. And it's it's kind of um, it's a sophisticated, uh, like, if you guys did a reality show, uh -huh. it's sophisticated because it's in a book. Yeah. yeah. And it's a really yes. good read. Yeah. It really is. And, um, you know, like I said, we're all we all have relationships. Right. Um, that we're all trying to figure out and how to make it work. And you're a strong, beautiful, Thank incredibly you. talented, accomplished yes. woman. Where can we find the book? Yes, where can Amazon we book? Friday. It, it Amazon. comes out right now. It's up on Kindle. You can get it on Kindle okay. and Amazon. But the delay, they pushed it two days, so it's Friday, the Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, it'll be a good thing. Not yes. a good thing. Yeah, no, it'll be a great thing. Let's knock on yeah, that. You can exactly. pre-order it on Amazon yeah. and can get it on Kindle. Yes. Um, balls, mm -hmm. how to keep your Thank relationship you. alive when you're with a sports-obsessed guy. Yes. Or just with a guy or girl that is 
intensely passionate about whatever it is whatever. that they do. Um, it's a great book. It's very funny. It's Thank very you. easy to read. Um, and it's good knowing for both of you, you just throw it in your yeah. bag and you yeah. read it oh. before the flight is over. It's yeah, a, it's, a great, it's it's honestly a great book, and I'm I'm super happy for you. Thank you. Joy. I love it. And having known both of you two, it's like even more Thank <laughs> more you. I amazing because I knew bits and pieces of how you, I didn't know how you guys met actually, yeah. um, but I knew the line about you know my my job's always going to come right. first. A one, which I knew you were A1. like okay, knock that like, out. Yeah, right. Right. Please, right. please. I love a challenge. in his head. A one, <laughs> right, yeah. right. But I'm um, super happy for you, and make sure you get the book. Thank you, Ernestine. Thank, thank you for so having me. Yes, and give Hazel a hug. I will. Yes, yes, thank and you. And you and I are going to go to an MBA. Oh yeah, meeting. definitely. Yeah. I can't arrange the Kauai meeting. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> we'll have to pull we'll some find other strings our way. for that. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm in P it. I'm a PR person. We'll yeah, get yeah, yeah. We'll leave that to you. It's okay. Thanks again. Thank you. Week one is in the books, but DraftKings isn't finished celebrating with some huge fantasy football contests. For week two of the football season, DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football, is giving new users a free shot at over $1.5 million in prizes with your first deposit when you put in code JOY during sign-up. So draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, throw, and catch mean more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. You just draft your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Competition. Plus, all new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500. Okay. That's some extra cash to play with this football season, so that's nice. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game quite like having a shot at over $1.5 million in prizes. Mm. So download the DraftKings app now. Use code JOY. And for a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500. New users, don't forget to enter my code JOY to get a free shot at over $1.5 million in prizes with your first deposit. That's code JOY only at DraftKings. Do it. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We about to turn up in this bitch. All right, that was amazing. Thank you so much to yes. Ernestine. Make sure you get her book on Amazon. Mm. It's available on Kindle right now, and you can order it on Friday the 13th. Balls, how to keep your relationship alive when you live with a sports-obsessed guy. Amazing. What am I winning or quitting today? Despite decades of futility, the Browns were a sexy pick to win the Super Bowl, and that was reflected by the betting public in Las Vegas. Mm. On Sunday, the Browns hype train of which Baker Mayfield is the conductor, came to a screeching halt. Joy, contrary to popular belief, the Browns are still the Browns. Quit it or quit it. I'm going to quit it. They Aww. were a disaster on Sunday. They were a proper disaster. Other than um, first drive, yeah. Baker had three interceptions in mm. the fourth quarter. They had 18 penalties for 182 yards. Can't That's some people's whole stat line. Um, one score um, in Cleveland's last 13 drives. And then, of course, Greg Robinson decided to uh, kick a another player from the other team in the helmet. Was It could have been like, especially when you get hit on the knee by the doctor and the other knee kick. It could have been something <laughs> oh, like that. Maybe yeah, we didn't, didn't see that. the other hit. that was, Yeah, it looked intentional and very yeah. undisciplined. Um, it, they were a disaster. Like, you can't, 43-13, you can't lose like that. To, no. and, and look. The Titans are known to do that. If you yes. really dig deep on the Titans, like we Pay don't really attention. give the Titans a lot of credit because of Marcus right. Mariota, but it's not like that's an unheard of thing for the Titans to do. For, I mean, 43-13 is, is a disaster. If we're, we're just keeping it real. Like it, it, it was. It was a proper disaster, as I said. But I do think moving forward that they will 
get it together. The problem is, is that their schedule is brutal. So they have True. the Jets at the Jets on Monday night. Then they have the Rams at home. And they're at the Ravens and at the 49ers. We'll get to the Ravens a little later, but Yay. neither of those games are easy. Um, home at True. Seattle, at the Patriots, at the Broncos. And that's that's just rough. So if you're going to do anything, you need to do it in that stretch. Like, you, now's the time to prove it. Mark Schlerer said something earlier on the herd um, that kind of summed it up perfectly. Like the, the Browns, all the talk around the Browns and the bravado and, you know, uh, their Super Bowl team and all the expectations that they have this year and everybody's gunning for us and like this, all the, the expectations that they've created for themselves through mm -hmm. talk and noise and all of that is, it's pretty simple. Like confidence comes from preparation. Arrogance comes from fear. So Ooh. I don't have a problem with a team being confident and loud right. and proud when they are, they have earned that, which True. is a lot, which is the reason why a lot of people are critical of the Browns. Cause it's like, what, what have you done right. that makes you feel like you can walk around like that? Yeah. Cause the Patriots don't even do that. Like they have a bit of an yes. air about them, yes. Yes. but they're always talking about how they have stuff to prove. And we right. got to improve on this. And like, that's the mantra yes. around there. You're too it's, old. Ne it's never that you're coming in saying that we got this right. ever. And that's why they got this because they know they have to, they have to always be better, be 1% better than you were yesterday. And that doesn't feel like it, that's the case with the Browns. And mm. that's kind of like, I don't mind a little cockiness and swag right. and cool. Like, I'm, I'm good with that. Like, yeah. hurricanes, yeah, invented swag, 80s, coming out of the camo. Like, yeah. Yes. But they were also whooping that ass yes. consistently. The, the Browns are changing a culture. Like, one thing that we talk about superstitions with Ernestine, one thing that is real is the Browns have the worst record, have not won a home opener have not won week one of the NFL season in 15 years, yeah, right? That's, that's 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 bad for anyone who's wondering. That's exactly. not good. Exactly. So, but I but I think there's a settling to it. You shouldn't win a game if you have 18 penalties. The yeah, other team right. has to be shouts out Grambling State or something like to to, to actually execute that because they it shouldn't be possible. Right. No, the sports gods are not rewarding that. No, you you lose games. We we heard uh, Bucky Brooks talk about the Patriots are better at knowing not how to lose than winning, than knowing how to win, the Browns have to figure out how, how not to win. To how to win. Earl's, how not to Earl, lose. Yes, Earl says it all the time. He's like, at the, at the end of games and championships and all that, it doesn't come down to who wins. It's, it's who doesn't mess up. Yeah. And that's what the Patriots do because they're so conditioned to the mental part of it and being mentally strong while also being physically prepared. If you're physically prepared because you just do that every day, mm -hmm. it's a muscle memory, you don't have to worry about that. Like, it's, it's a combination of the two things. And, that many penalties is mental. That's discipline. That's Completely. on Freddie Kitchens. And mm -hmm. I'm I'm not yeah. going to come down on the Browns like it's over and Freddie Kitchens is a disaster. Like, it's one game. Everyone relax. I get it. It looked awful. But I think they're going to be fine. But I do think that overall, if you're going to establish a culture now, this is what we've been talking about all preseason mm -hmm. leading up about the fear about the Browns. And this whole situation with Odell's watch, I'm not making a big deal about it, but he wore a $250,000 Richard Three. Miles on the field, and the NFL has told him that, they're, that he can't wear it. He's arguing with them and saying that he can. He might ruin jewelry for everyone. But I, why, why can't? Because he's saying it's plastic and guys wear braces that are made out of metal, and like there's a hard rule, like you can't wear anything hard, mm. hard object rule. But I kind of feel him because they do wear like big things. Go ahead, please, Hiller. Have you ever played basketball with someone who's wearing a watch? That's what I'm saying. Um, it's a great way to just get gored for no good reason. Yes, they wear a helmets, random scratch. So. I know. I know that this is not the pickup basketball that I was playing, but right. it's 
does he need to do this? No. I understand. He doesn't need to do it. I understand Unless wanting to. You are a prisoner of swag, and then <laughs> you may not have a choice. Could you just say, oh, Odell Beckham Jr. is a prisoner of swag? Prisoner of swag. Prisoner. Yeah, you ruined my line. That's all right. I can't check. Could you? I really wanted to say disciple. I was looking for the word like disciple or. No, nah, but think, uh, what, think of what he would do to his prison uniform in the swagger prison. Swag. You know Cut the knees for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Frilly, yeah. frilly bottoms. I don't know. No, he Maybe. doesn't need to wear it. But it, it's an, it's a, it's just another interesting element coming off of that horrific loss no that it's like you don't want to be dealing with. But we'll see. Hmm. It is a nice watch though. I mean, I, I uh, call, call me old-fashioned. I'd no, rather have a house. You can't, you can't yeah. wear that during a football game. There's so many things that happen. What do you? What? what no, it's not worth it. I mean, it. Gronk had a whole mechanical arm. Yeah, that was medical. I mean, if swag, you, it's if mental. You, you know, you know, you gotta feel better. It might have one of those little bouncy things in no, it, you know? No, the, the, the magnets. That get your equilibrium no, right? No, no, He's a very oh, yeah. sad person. He, he yeah. Will, yeah. He, he, it's got crystals in it probably at least. OBJ has Ponzi screen written right all over him. It's time for high key, low key. High key. Low key. Pretty good. Oh, that's the end. So high key, the Steelers are going to win the AFC North. Uh, and then low key, they will go nowhere in the playoffs. Oh. So that loss was straight trash. Why, wait a minute. Why do you think they're going to win the AFC North? What do they have for that? They have to be good. Well, who's going to beat them? Uh, we'll get to the Ravens. The later. Ravens? We'll I mean, look, the Ravens, Ravens looks great. And I don't want to, you know, skip on my take on the Ravens, but it is be the Dolphins. So it's just, oh, I mean. That I'll do like do what you're supposed to do. I, okay, I'm gonna say my takes but let's talk just about condense the the, okay. the stats a little bit okay. for a team that is not jo the Dolphins. We'll get to that. Well, we just did it, but yeah, we'll do no, it again. No, we'll in get five to, we'll get that. We'll, we'll anyway, um, full credit. Okay, Lamar Jackson's awesome. So just don't overreact to what I'm saying. The point is that was an awful performance by the Steelers mm -hmm. in prime time. And I don't know, it literally looked like you could have used Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. I don't know, I'm just Ooh. saying, but like it kind of seemed like you probably needed a few pieces out there. Some and that, that's no there. disrespect to the team this year. But, I mean, that was, what, how, what am I supposed to say about that? That was the worst, that might be the worst loss in Steelers history. It was so bad. I mean, they tied with the Browns week one last year, so that feels equal. It was trash. Okay, now they're gonna yeah. they're gonna win next week. All right, they're gonna beat Seattle because they are a great team and great teams don't lose like that back to back. And the Seahawks, yeah, they real. Seahawks are not a bad team, but the, look, look, the Steelers just got embarrassed. All right, they're not gonna get embarrassed two okay. weeks in a row. Okay, okay. okay. I'm not saying they're gonna demolish the Seahawks. Right, I'm just right. saying they're gonna win. Okay, but and, and they're at home, so that's not gonna happen again. But they they don't like that's come on. You can't do that. That that's a reflection of like you're unprepared. What did they do? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. They did a whole lot of nothing. I don't have a whole lot else to say about it. I am doing my Mike Tomlin impression right now, but it, it was not good and it sucked. And uh and I'm disappointed. And they did all of that without Antonio Brown. Big Ben said he needs to do more. And Juju had a good game. I, what, uh, what are you gonna do? Well, I mean, we need everyone to have a good game. They did play okay, the opposite side of the Ravens Dolphins take, they did play the Patriots who are one of the most sound offensive teams, no, and their defense looks insane. The Patriots kicked their ass. If you're a team that is supposed to be in contention for a Super Bowl, you need to give the Patriots a game. How much you can't better, get your ass kicked. The only people that can do that are the Chiefs, and we know that. There's no one. Well, that's what I'm here. saying. Like either you are a contender or you're not. And that's what I'm that's saying. True. I don't. I don't. I no longer think that they are. But they can be the right they now. Can win I, AFC I might North. change. 
well, with yeah. the Ravens in there, putting up 50 burgers, I don't think the, scoring I don't the most think points the Ravens, that they've ever had in the franchise history. I don't history. think the Ravens are a contender either. Check okay. my predictions. Okay. High key, the Cowboys are good. Low key, I told you so. <laughs> yes, yes. So Dak had the game of his life. And before you start talking about, oh, well, Lamar Jackson was playing the Dolphins. The Giants are better than the Dolphins. The Giants would put a 30-burger on the Dolphins easy. Okay. And the Giants are not good. And okay. I thought the Giants would be the worst team in the league. They're not. It's the Dolphins. So anyway, Dak had 405 yards, four <laughs> touchdowns, uh, 78.1 completion percentage. Mm. Spread the thing around, I mean, too. Yeah. Yes, he did, which is great. Everyone showed up. Uh, everyone forgot Randall Cobb, who plays for the Cowboys, Man. myself included. I and almost forgot Witten. Most of the announcers. <laughs> um, Jason Witten, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. I mean, they were they were everywhere. Giants defense is not good. But uh, they're going to win next week against the Redskins, too. Although, although the R-Wards, oh, they were looking a little fresh. Too. I give them credit where credit's due. They gave up in the second half, but it was a cute performance in the first half, and I True. appreciated it. kind of made mm-hmm. everyone feel like the Eagles weren't real. And I just said they were asleep because they were asleep, wins. though. They were asleep, though. Yeah. And then uh, shout out to Sean Jackson. Not done. Not I did finished. not start him in our league like a idiot. I didn't draft him. Idiot. I had an opportunity to draft him, I think, in probably every – well, most people did because well, yeah, no one was Sean expecting Jackson, him. But, he, like, I thought, I'm saying I had an opportunity, like, I thought about it. Right. And then I was like – He's in my queue. No. Mistake by me. Yeah. You know, it happens. But Zeke didn't even have a big game. So, no. again, this is why you got to pay Dak. Pay him. Pay the man his money. Thank you. Just get it done. I don't know what the problem is. What's the hold up? Figure it out. Jerry, Steven, get on that. God's working. They have said that they are. But, anyway, uh, I appreciate it because I'm I'm just right about the Cowboys. And I'm, I would like for everyone else to figure that out. I think the they Eagles. They look great. The Eagles will give the Cowboys run for their money if their defensive line. Shouts out to Nayali, assistant defensive line coach there. Play with them at Ball State. Oh, my God. If they keep this up, Joy, I'm telling you, I like the Cowboys over the uh, over the Eagles, and I wanted it, but the, the Eagles, Carson Wentz is No, no, real. they looked they look, they great. He, yeah. they, they look for real. That's why that's why they're going to win the division. Um, that said, really quick note, um, and it's my same note for the Dolphins. What, what, are, you, what are you doing? What are, what are you doing, Giants? Talk to, oh, what, Giants? I'm talking to Giants specifically. Talking about Eli. Why? No, no, not Eli's fault in the spot. Why are you putting Daniel Jones in there? Why? Why? Run a series. Why? What is the purpose of that? So I can't. I don't. We don't have enough time. But the, that was a mistake, and you deserve <laughs> what happens. And Daniel Jones didn't deserve that. You don't put him in, in garbage time for what? Complete some passes. He did a little thing there. Then. I mean, no, he didn't. And that's that's not my exact enough. point. You can't. You no. It's bad. He didn't to win a game. No, they did not put him in there to win the game. No, they did not. And he made it worse. Okay, and then of course, and it's not his fault. Because why are you going to put him in in that spot? Let you you chose to let Eli create this. Let him finish it. That's fair. Are you ready for what's ahead? Yes. You can't always predict the future, but you can game plan for it. Generations of families and businesses have harnessed the power of Pacific to help them reach their unique goals. Whether you need to save enough money to meet your needs, ensure your family is protected, or make sure you don't run out of money, Pacific Life has a variety of financial solutions that can help. Pacific Life counts more than half of the 100 largest U.S. companies as its clients and has been named one of the 2019 world's most ethical companies by the Ethisphere Institute. Protecting what matters most to people for 150 years and counting, that's the power of Pacific. Ask a financial professional about how Pacific Life can help you game plan for your future. Or visit www.pacificlife.com. Loser power rankings. rankings. Loser power rankings. rankings. These are the losers and losers of the week. Okay. Wait a minute. This is the first time I you say rankings. You say loser power rankings. Yeah. What do you think I was saying? I every time we do it together, I say ranking. I just ranking. That's off. Well, was, if it was a ranking, you're faster, so I always have I to, say I have to make it shorter somehow. I just hmm. drop the s. Interesting. Loser power ranking. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue. I guess it would be ranking. <laughs> 
I don't. I just the first time I don't heard let it. him. No, don't it's let the first him. Time no. I heard it. All right. No, that well, was a bunch of, that was a word gibberish, mouthful of nothing. Continue. Joy. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I would like to start with the Miami Dolphins. This weekend, the losers. Okay, so 59 and 10. Mm. Lamar Jackson. And I, I the one positive of this um, disaster bowl Talk was that Lamar Jackson looked incredible and he didn't do it running. Amen. Which is what I wanted for Lamar Jackson, which is why I was afraid of Lamar Jackson this year, which I was afraid of his development this year and what the Ravens were going to do with him. And to their credit and to Lamar's credit, they did not. Okay. He had 324 yards and only six rushing yards. Did I? Well, no, That's no. what I want to see. Did I he tell was you? slinging it everywhere, making about? incredible throws down the field. He looked awesome. 85% completion rate, 99.4 QBR. Five touchdowns, as I said. Uh, he was amazing. And he crushed everyone afterwards. Pretty good for a running back. Yes. Obviously, there were jokes all over the internet about him being a wide receiver. La, 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 la. I may have participated. I don't remember. But but I will say, I will keep it real about Lamar because I did not trust him this year. Oh. I, like, last year, cool, great, whatever. Like, yeah. that's I'm not going to overreact to that situation. But this year, what worried me was that they said they were going to let him run and they were going right. to push the running game with him. And to me, he's a quarterback. That's not what you want to develop in him. He, yes, he will always be able to use his legs, but being able to sit in the pocket and throw the way that he was throwing and the, the power and the velocity and accuracy that he had, again, against the Dolphins, who are not good. So I would just I would just scale back. No, no joy. And no, no, Pierce, not no. the expectations. I'm saying scale back the numbers. He's not going to put up gaudy numbers like this every single week. But, but it was a great performance out of him. The Dolphins, however... The Dolphins. Sure. No, 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 no. The Ravens. Okay, but this is losers. The Ravens are not losers. Say what you need to say. The Ravens. I've said on this podcast that Lamar Jackson was going to do it throwing the football. Ravens fans. I talked to one this weekend. It was weird. I ran into one. We don't trust Lamar Jackson. We trust John Harbaugh. We trust John Harbaugh a lot. You know why we trust John Harbaugh? You saw Joe Flacco last night? We trust John Harbaugh. We trust that Lamar Jackson is a Heisman-level candidate, I mean, talent, one one, and wants to throw the ball to prove a point, and he's going to. He has Hollywood Brown to throw to. He has Miles Boykins. We have the better Antonio. We have the the better Brown. The Ravens have the better Brown. He's going to end up in the Hall of Fame. Maybe that's too early to take. We'll see. Ravens win the Super Bowl. I have more faith in okay, my Ravens winning a Super Bowl. Right, going to the Super Bowl. Water. Listen, right, going to the Super Bowl, then Notre Dame going to the National Championship. Ravens can make the Super Bowl before Notre Dame can make the National Championship. I don't know if this is a hot take. This is what I'm looking at. See the eyes. Week one. All right, okay. And you said something about the Dolphins that we put 59 up on? Yeah, they did. Uh, okay. They did put 59 on the Dolphins. And look. They're bad team, I, I will say this. The players on the Dolphins squad – are not tanking. They're trying. And I feel bad for the Dolphins team because they've been put in an impossible spot. Are they trying, though? They just asked to be traded, a lot of them? Well, requesting I, I, no, I, let's not exaggerate the, okay. the, the report reports. Here. The reports are that there are multiple players, which could be two. True. Okay? By, by more multiple than one. standard of multiples, more than one, could be two. <laughs> the, the team has not re- received any official requests for trades. It doesn't okay. mean that people don't want to be traded. And that's because the organization has created a environment that is trash. And it's not on the players. It's not even on the coaches. Like, this is not a good situation. And this is what – it's a mentality. And this mm. is what drives me so crazy about when organizations try to tank. It's not about the – it's not about the, the – 
the players. It's not about the coaches. It's not about the people that work in the organization. It's about the top thinking that you can create a negative environment that is going to grow something positive. It makes no sense. Speak to anyone who has done anything and accomplished anything in their life. Probably yourself because you're an executive, all right, in a very high level and a very important job. You can't create an environment that's awful and then expect to bring one person in and change nothing else that was already in that existing environment. And then all of a sudden it's going to be winning. It's years and years and years before this ever gets turned around unless you decide immediately that it is going to be turned around, which is obviously not the case this year. And just because you bring in Tua or anyone else, they're going to come into an organization that is prepared to lose because that's what you told them was okay. I'm done ranting. Sell tank tops. Sell tank, tank the tops. The Dolphins tank tank tops. <laughs> All right. Speaking of clothing, thank you for that transition. People Yay. who still react to Cam Newton's uh, wardrobe. Attire, yes. What are you What are you doing? You're okay. now the person who doesn't get it when the NBA players come through the tunnel in their outfits. Right, You're that right. person. Just yes. so you know, be like, oh my god, Cam Newton's. Can you believe Cam Newton's hat? Yes, honey, I can. <laughs> yes, honey, I. Honey, it's been like seven years. I agree, but honey. I think after you lose, maybe you should throw on some sweats. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, maybe let. The nines get a, so I'm affected to, by I'm the loss. So I'm supposed to lose and be unfashionable? If you lose. No. Okay. Just saying. That, that, that's where I'm That's where Losing I'm is a mentality and losers wear sweatpants. <laughs> You've been on this podcast. I wear sweatpants every day. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, you still know uh, about wearing but sweatpants. But the point is, is that's, that's old news, honey. Right. Okay, you're that, you're that person that's like, can you believe what Russell Westbrook wore to the game? Are you new? Are you new? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're new. Oh, you're new yeah, here. You just got a Twitter. That is so adorable. <laughs> Welcome. What else can I help you with? I'm sorry, I don't have time. Thank you. Uh, you're that person. Finally, speaking of new here, um, Andrew Luck retired because his body couldn't take anymore. Yeah. And his uh, mentality was tired of recovering from the beating that he took because the organization did not put together a proper offensive line to protect him. Texans, a suggestion. Moving forward, you may want to consider winning in the trenches before we move outside. You have Deshaun Watson, who is an incredible all-time talent. Mm -hmm. He is a thrill to watch. Last night's game was so fun. And... What, what what is he supposed to do? You have to protect him. Yeah. Don't do what the Colts did. Don't be the Colts. Yeah, he looked like Baker out there running around because Baker had some offensive line troubles on Sunday as well. Uh, yes, that's yeah. that was the note that I forgot to put in for the Browns. You may want to work on that also, aka get that done. But I don't have the exact number. Um, we put it on the herd today. I'm, I think he was pressured or touched on forty three percent of his dropbacks. That's not good. No. Not good. Not a good stat. Not the one that you want to have. So let's work on that. He does so well, too. I, I, he's, he's, that game last night was so fun to watch. The Saints were surgical. Drew Brees at his highest level, um, in spite of the refs, which I don't even want to make that about. But, like, that game was so fun to watch. I, I really love watching both of those teams. I'm yeah. rooting for both of them. And it was, so it was, it was just fun. But that, like, you got to protect Deshaun Watson. Like, you can't. It can't happen. And let's please stop giving J.J. Watt so many flowers because there's too many times I watch games and I hear – well, J.J. Watts disappeared in this game. I hear that a little too frequently. I'll just say that. But he threw the balls to the kids at the beginning, so yeah, he's a nice guy. So. Listen, we, everyone loves J.J. Watts. Everyone relax, all right? We, we, we all get it at this point. True. We get it. 
All right, what's in the Migos Culture Report? Um, well, today, an article came out about why Kevin Durant chose the number seven with the Brooklyn Nets. I say that because it's biblical. Mm. I, I told Heller yesterday, our, our town hall atheist, that people like Ray Lewis have 52 because it's the, both the days. It's been said that Cap wears the number, wore the number seven. Uh, I don't know. What do you say? What do woke people say to defend Cap right now? Like, all, like believe in Cap? Like, what do you say? Hashtag? I'm a Cap. I'm, okay, thank you so much. Hashtag I'm a Cap. He wears number seven because of uh, the holy day, you know, the Lord. You're you're very. Yeah. God took seven days. Yes, to yes, yes. So Kevin Durant is mm. go, taking the holy route, wore the number seven because, you know, God created the earth in six days. He, he had it like that. And then he took a rest on Sunday. I, I like that. I got the opportunity to tell Colin that I was a church girl today Ooh. because uh, him and Tony Gonzalez were talking about Tony Robbins. And yes. I told him the first time that I had heard of Tony Robbins was when I watched the cinematic thriller Shallow Hal. Amazing. Amazing. That was when I was first introduced yeah. to Gwyn Tony Gwyneth Robbins. Paltrow's best role. Um, it, like, low key. I'm telling you. Can I say it? Loki, great movie. Amazing film. Incredibly Jason watchable. Jason Alexander's yes. comeback film. Yes. Very funny. Yes. Um, Bring it back. Great moral tie with everything, you know? Yes. About, you know, about not being shallow. Right. Um, but anyway. No, no more fat suits, though. That's how, Get a right. real person. Yeah, for sure. Uh, with that. But I, um, <laughs> I, 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 that's when I first met Tony Robbins. So yes. He was like, how did you, like, hear about Tony Robbins and that say? I was like, well, I went to church. So yeah. we don't believe in, like. No. people motivating you motivational things. speakers that aren't talking about god motivating what is that bye bye <laughs> we don't even like we don't even like catholics that think that we should admit ourselves admit things to them it's like this is another man you tell you to pray to him like i'm I, praying I to him still i don't uh no like thank, it's just like how much can i say to you thank you but no i mean right like right yeah you know, are you a therapist are you like a doctor like yeah. an obligation to say something if right. i'm gonna harm myself you gonna call somebody after i leave because here? god doesn't do that Right, God. Not that that's what I do. He don't judge. God don't judge. Uh, I might, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, we relate. Um, what else? iPhone 11's coming out again. I mean, there's the iPhone 11. Oh, great. Out. So my phone's going to stop working soon? Good yeah, night. Yeah, all of our phones are going to start working uh, Thank you for the soon. heads up. Uh, yes, and Nicki Minaj is retiring from the rap game, effective immediately, to start a family. Okay, so look, she, she put it out on Twitter, which is yes. sensitive of her. Uh, she, it seemed she, a bit quick. There's probably you want to put together a video, but they, in, in the age of content, there's a nicer, true, more like true. compact way. Uh, first picture. of all, she's not retiring. All right, we we've been through this with Jay Z. Uh, we'll see you. In, we'll see you in like two years. Okay, Anime probably Man. less. Yeah, it's no one thinks you're retiring. Kanye. But she's just taking uh she's taking some time away. Yeah, to start a family, which mm -hmm. I respect. Yeah. Cardi chose not to take that path. Many women no. do, but yes. uh, you know whatever whatever you choose to do. Nikki writes her own rhymes though, so there's a difference there. I, I mean, I'm who joking. Cares? I'm taking like, the beating in the narrative. Everyone handles those things differently. Yeah, of course. Um, but speaking of families. Yes. We uh, may have an announcement. I think we're going to do our first major announcement. We're going to do our first major announcement. We're going to do our first major announcement. What is Sorry it? for the tongue thing. Perfectly going into this announcement. <laughs> Michelle is pregnant. Hey. She is pregnant. We baby are having Newman. a baby boy thing i don't know like it, it's 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 so weird i'm a dad now wait I'm a so ring. is it a boy You're not a dad well yet. you know it the the lady the nup theory are you familiar with the nup theory we've had multiple the second ultrasound it's time now we can say it 
We had the baby. We found out. Found out with all you guys. Hella yeah, found so out first before anybody. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Yes. We will. We will post the video of how this we all will. actually went yes, down. Which yes. is why I'm not like crying and super hysterical right now. So how we've yeah. all known for quite some time. But um, <laughs> the, the way we all actually found out is incredible, and we will post Horrifying. the video. We've been holding onto this video for a while yes, now. Yes, I was yes. involved in a way that no one wanted me to be involved. Yeah, yeah Heller, as usual, inserted himself in a situation that he should. Michelle have been helped. In. Which it was on her. To Heller's credit, it wasn't all his fault. Yes. Um, but. Instagram DMs. Yeah, yeah, that's debatable. Anyways, but the point is, congratulations. Thank you so much. And I finally much. got to say it. Thank that you're you pregnant. so much. We're due um, in March. Very excited for you. Please uh, send your registry thing. No, we don't know anything. But but uh, yes, yes. A baby. Huge announcement. Congratulations, Huge. Michelle. Michelle has a Newman baby. Family. Oh, we have a Michelle's baby. Michelle's family. Yes. Uh, baby boy. Yes. She's uh, becoming so me. So it's going to be something Joy Newman. <laughs> Joy did call middle name. Joy did call, and we're 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 having fun with names right now. Right now, we're doing whatever the size of the thing is. We're putting duh and on on it. So at, it was at one point it was the Baryon. Uh, right now, I think it's the Lemion. So like you know, I mean, we just whatever the thing is, the size of it, we just keep that going. Yeah, keep it going. I like the I like the direction. Right. Thank you. Congratulations Thank on you. the baby. Yes. Um, we're all very happy for you. Alaska. We have. We have I just had to tell everybody what uh, happened. You know what I'm saying? Was. That's when I. Maybe in Alaska. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Alaska's a good name. We'll It'll be play, a good conversation. We'll start. Juno? Or maybe you know a middle name. Maybe a middle name. Yeah. Actually, be. that's a horrible. What am I talking about? That's a horrible idea. Then your oh child's going to forever have to say, why is your middle name Alaska? Oh, well, that's where my parents conceived me. Perfect. Gross. Perfect. Terrible idea. I. I'm glad I said it on the podcast. No. Okay. Des <laughs> caught it and no. <laughs> X that idea. Um, <laughs> all right. Now, we have another announcement. God. I'd like you to close your eyes for a second. Okay. All right. Here okay. we go. I don't believe in, I don't believe in peeking. Because what's the point of close your eyes? You're going to peek. You know what I'm saying? What the hell? I just heard a box. Y'all crazy. Are them ZO2s? <laughs> <laughs> Eyes closed. Eyes closed. All right. Don't do this. Wait a minute. I'm no. gonna be afraid to. I'm be. I'm be afraid to open my eyes. All right. Uh, are you ready? I don't know what the and you may open them. Congratulations! Yay! Yay! This is not for the baby. Right? Well, it's not for the baby. Family. It's not for the baby. No, not for the not baby. For the baby. Um, we have a very big Ugh. second announcement. Yes. Um, I will let Brandon tell it, but this, these are gifts. Well, I guess like it's also Please, for the baby. What, what are these it's for things? all of your life oh transitions. Gosh, okay. Yes. So, so not. I guess we shouldn't say it's not for the baby. It's also right. for the baby also. The baby shouldn't but have the baby. But mostly, ninety percent, it's for because we are, we already gonna get you covered on the baby. Gifts. Right. Right. It's for this announcement that you're going to hear right now. So uh, tell everyone the announcement. Um, I am excited and saddened to say that this will be my last podcast yes. on Maybe I'm Crazy. Um, I will be starting very soon. I will be joining Barstool Sports um, as, you know, a person and doing the same thing I'm doing here. Yay! But Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, any funny sports we're hey. talking about it i have to move to new york city uh where it's a big thing big life change with the baby and it's been kind of tied together this entire time god's working shouts out to number seven and uh yeah actually we're having a baby in march with number three holy trinity just you know for it's talking about symbols together yes but thank you so much honestly like thank you for this opportunity i, was, I told you guys you heard an ernestine like we met via here uh, she realized I was crazy early on. We became <laughs> friends, and we got this thing started. And I just am very, very thankful for this opportunity. 
to talk and be crazy and stupid and talk about sports, something I love so much. And uh, I appreciate all of you guys. I'm going to miss you dearly. And this sucks, but it's also very fun. No, it's it's a great opportunity. Uh, we all love Barstool. Yes. Shout out to my girl, Casey Smith. Um, I'm very excited for you. You took a, a big leap of faith doing the podcast with me <sighs> um, and bet on yourself. Great which uh, I appreciate yeah, and I appreciate we, you. we, you know, we love everything that you've done here. We're Thanks super so happy for you. Um, it's a red velvet cake. So, you know, Woo! that's it. Um, but seriously, right like now. you're an amazing talent, a great friend. It's been Thank awesome you. having you on the podcast. We can't it. wait to see what you do at Barstool. Million congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Super thank proud you so of you. Thank you, my friends. Um, we love you. We love Barstool. Love you guys all. Hype, love Michelle, you. congrats. <sighs> um, and we're obviously gonna miss you. Yeah. But we'll have you on as a contributor anytime. Yes. We are. Um, we gonna. We gonna. We gonna. The special guest episode. That first special guest episode. Yes. Gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I'm. I'm. I'm very proud of you. You've done an incredible job. Thank you so um, much. It's been great. And amazing working with you it's awesome to see other people recognize your you. talents and all the work that you've put in which you know we have a good time around here but it yeah. is you know it is a job yeah. um one we that we grind. would gladly do for free but mm -hmm. we don't <laughs> we yeah. try not to yeah yeah um, we can we can get some money for it yeah we try this to. is the, the general idea right yeah but um no you've been you've been amazing to work with i can't wait to see what you do next and uh we're gonna all party in new york very yes. soon yes um super proud of you Thank super you so happy much. for you Barstool is getting a real one mm. and uh, congratulations thank you so much and thank you for the crazy gang the award-winning listeners all the people that i've ran into in the streets you guys are the best you're the reason why we do this like and uh yeah i just can't wait to keep talking to you guys yes so mm. that's our show for today make sure you subscribe and follow brandon uh we're not stopping the podcast no but we are going to support Train brandon wherever going. he goes as well make sure you get ernestine's book Woo. and balls. uh balls it's on amazon and uh, we will catch you next week Bye. Yay, Brandon! Yay! Bye, guys. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not.